Hello and welcome, my lovelies, to the D Word Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Butcher, certified spiritual life coach, psychic medium, and intuitive healer. Here on the D Word, we dive deep, talking about love, guidance, and healing. It is time to awaken, illuminate, and transform your life, my lovely, and I'm blessed you've chosen me to be your guide. Let's dive in. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to the fourth episode of season three of the D Word podcast. I love and appreciate each and every one of you who tune in and listen, download, share, subscribe across all of your favorite platforms. And as I tune in each week, I love to see behind the scenes of where these views come from, where these listens come from. And we, we are all over the world now, and so I am so excited and blessed for that and to be with you on your journey every Tuesday. So thank you guys so very much for that. Um, I, I couldn't be more blessed to have you on my journey and, and do this each week. I love to do this, so thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this episode here, we are talking about, you know, yes, cord cutting, but this is what's going to happen when we've already done it. Right. What happens when we've removed? How, what can we expect? How are we going to feel? How is it received by the people that we've cut out of our lives? And this is an interesting topic. And this is something that we're going to be talking about here later on in the month with our High Vibe Tribe. This is one of the topics that the ladies wanted to discuss over there. So we're going to be talking about it there. If you want to learn more about the High Vibe Tribe, by the way, visit my website, deannabutcher.com. And for $13.99 Canadian a month, you can join us. We do all kinds of cool shit over there. And I drop all kinds of information and videos. We do card readings. We do all kinds of cool stuff. The live Q&A is coming up at the end of the month. So by the time this episode plays, yes, you'll have one more week. So we do a go live at the end or usually right around the last Sunday of each month. So you guys can join. It's a seven day free trial. And so you can cancel anytime. And, um, but yeah, tune in, get all the information. And as soon as you subscribe, you get access to our old stuff too. So, uh, so guys, I just wanted to share that because <laughs> we are talking about this in the high vibe tribe, but I'd love to have you over there. Um, you know, so in season two, we talked about how to cut cords, right? And that was such a big season in our lives to be doing that, right? Last year we were adjusting. We were pivoting. We were preparing for the life we wanted, right? We were preparing for this high vibe, you know, high density, peaceful space. And, you know, the years leading up to it, we certainly did a lot of transitioning and changing. We we changed jobs. We um, changed relationships. There were many divorces that occurred at the time, right? Over the last few years, because we were putting ourselves back into an alignment, right? Where we knew we wanted to be. So when we are accomplishing these things, now we're feeling questions, wondering, did the cord cutting work, right? There's more questions that we ask once the act has been complete, right? Once we make a decision for ourselves to say, okay, I'm setting a boundary and whatever that boundary may be. So just to, to provide an example so we can use this throughout this, you know, this teaching, if you will, through the process of needing to cut cords, 
why we would do that. Um, you know, this is more than just the folks in your life that, ah, uh, they're annoying or, oh, I hate, I hate that boss, you know, but I got to see him every day. Uh, I can work around it, but I just don't like their energy. Uh, another example would be, you know, uh, they're just not, not, don't have the same political views as me. Well, we don't cut cords with those people. We put up with it. We adjust. We find a way to get along with people that we just don't like, right? So this is different. When we cut a cord, this is truly someone who energetically and physically, mentally, spiritually has drained you, harmed you, uh, brought just a lot of negativity and drama to your life and continues to do that, right? A lot of the time we recognize that these people are in our soul group to teach us lessons. We understand that we can't, at this point, change the relationship we had with them despite us trying to do that because these people would be ones that you would maybe have done years of therapy with. You tried to heal. You tried to mend that relationship, right? And at this point, you've separated from, you've moved away from, you've quit answering their calls. Maybe you've blocked them on Facebook or social media. Um, you know, maybe you have divorced, right? So there's many reasons now how we've put physical distance between us, but now we need to cut the energetic cord. And why we do that is because some folks, when they're still reaching out to us, or maybe we still have friends of friends that are still in touch with them, or maybe even some of your family is still in touch with them, right? So you're still have, you know, those siblings that you see, but you don't see the rest of them, right? So you still have an essence of connection without feeling like you have to connect. Maybe you bump into them every once in a while. Um, they see you, what you're doing on social media. Maybe you have a business and they view that, right? Um, there's things that people can witness about you that you really can't completely disconnect from, right? Um, they maybe drive by your house all the time on the way to work, or maybe you work in the same building, right? So there, there's things that, um, we need to do at that point. If it still feels like you're being watched and observed, if it still feels like you are being energetically drained, um, and how you often will recognize this because it's different for everyone. Some people, when you're listening to this episode, you're just going to know that you need to cut cords with people and you've already done that. Um, but for those of you who, who maybe haven't done that yet, um, I do suggest go back to season two and listen to the cord cutting episode, how to remove people from your life. Uh, and when it's time, I think it was a second episode of when it's time to remove people from your life, because those were really key episodes. I think they were at least an hour long. One of them included there, the cord cutting one included a meditation that you could listen to, um, that would take you through the process of cord cutting. So the basics of it go there for that. And certainly reach out to me, deannabutcher.com. Um, send me an email, hit me up on Facebook. So I have my main link below there, my link tree link that shows everywhere where I am. So certainly, you know, reach out if you'd like to do this or learn more, I can send you more links too. Uh, but for this episode, 
we will assume that you know that. And so when we're cord cutting, something happens, I think, where we then really witness changes happening. We witness the change in ourselves. We witness how we feel. We, the more people that we do cut cords with, right? The exes, the vindictive people in our lives, the people that hurt us. For some of you, it's family, right? When we disconnect, um, there's just this sense of peace that happens in your life and you become incredibly confident and then ever more so protective over your energy and who you let in from here on out, right? And so you have a boundary set within yourself, but now instead of having like that brick wall we build up to protect ourselves, that's dismantled. That system doesn't work anymore. Instead, we rely on intuition and our heart to protect us, which was a very vulnerable place, right? And we've been talking about that even already in this season, right? About how to be heart-centered and simply be, right? And why that's important, why we can't have the expectation that we're going to be hurt anymore. Because one, that breeds more negativity, but that's not the space we're in anymore. We are higher vibration. We're in this fourth density. We are in a higher realm that allows for such healing, to, to simply be, we can be amongst people. The people that are on this timeline with us are wanting the same things that you are. And we're detaching from that third dimensity, the third dimension, the third density energy. So we're not dealing with ego anymore. We're not dealing with negativity anymore. So how do we transition? Right. And so, like I say, we're not building the walls up anymore. We are energetically paying attention. So now it's like we're able to be back into a space of giving people the benefit of the doubt without being naive with our energy and with who we are and and how much we give to people, right? Because our heart won't lie. Our energy won't lie. Their energy won't lie. And you'll feel them because we feel so connected to one another that you just, you know, someone's good shit when you feel it, right? Like you just know. And so we're allowing our intuition to be that guide because you've witnessed the clarity and the vibe that you feel and emit as well. Um, The health issues that go away, the migraines that stop overnight, the um, constant tension and panic that one feels, you know, when these folks are still attached to us, when we still have the energetic cord. And that energetic cord is this ethereal cord that allows emotion and feeling and thought to still flow through because we're all energy, right? It goes into the ether and we receive it if we're connected. So the purpose of that cord cutting is to cut the cord, cut the electricity off. And then what happens after, right? How, when we've done that process, What's so important is to recognize then how we feel, what the difference of energy is. How do we feel when that has been done? And we're not reaching out to see if it's worked, right? Because it's kind of the first thing that we try to do. It's like, oh, are they still observing us? Are they still thinking about us? Are they still talking about us? It doesn't matter. 
you cut the cord. The moment that we begin to think and wonder, well, okay, I cut them off Facebook, but now I'm going to create another profile and go and see what they're doing. No, you just reconnected it. You reconnected the energy, right? So in part, it's about, well, do you really want to disconnect from this person or not? So make sure you're doing that. But once you've done it, we sometimes will have that urge, and I get this all the time from people, from clients and, and, and students, you know, how do I know if my cord cuttings worked? Sometimes it's not obvious, especially if you, you know, like I say, live in the same building or lived on the street or you drive by their house or they drive by your house every day. But there's an essence about you, though, that does change where you're not thinking about them as often and certainly not paranoid. Like paranoia seems to be a large energy attachment when with those cords because you could always be on guard of, well, are they going to see what I'm doing? Um, you know, are they going to see me at the grocery store and wonder what I put in my cart? Are they going to see me out trying to exercise and be the best version of myself? And are they going to cut me down? Like there's all of these things that we become worried about um, that really is a part of the conditioning, right? That was created. You know, you want to try to apply for a new job or you want to sell your house. So what are they going to think? Like, so you change all of that. You change and observe things differently and you cut cords differently. And how that works then is you either will one of two things that I've observed and how I've observed with other folks in their stories and how they've shared with me, hey, when I did this cord cutting D, this is what I feel like now. This is what's in my world now. So one of two things will happen. One, they'll just drop off the face of your earth. It just, you won't really hear from them again. There's no need to run into them anymore. They've moved on to their life. They're very 3D. Many are 3D because they still have drama and shit to deal with, right? The other thing is that we're witnessing is that these people are coming back into our lives. However, they are the 4D highest and best version of themselves. We're witnessing that these people who were like, mm, I don't know if they're here for my highest good or not. And now you're witnessing them helping other people. You're witnessing them being uh, the best and highest version of themselves. And, and awkwardly enough, you trust it right? So there's, it's very cool to see, and it's not accepting bad behavior again. And they'll be fully aware of their transitions more often than not. They will apologize for their behavior. They will come to you and say, Hey, what you did for me by divorcing, breaking up with letting me go when I was fired, um, whatever this, the relationship was between the two of you. When you put this boundary and you set this boundary for me, that made me think about the life I was, I was living and that really changed me. And I want to thank you for that. More often than not, that's the reception you're going to get. You're going to see them for the highest and best version that you really wanted to see in them years ago. So the feeling now to be aware of is not to feel, and this could be part of our human experience, but when we live from our heart center, you'll recognize this thought when it comes, because I've heard some folks say, well, why couldn't they be that person when I was with them? They couldn't. 
They weren't meant to be. You were meant to be part of their journey to help them disconnect and live this life that, you know, you had to cut away from. We all played a role. So we can't look back and say, well, if they were so capable of this now, why didn't they do it when I was with them? Because neither of you were in the right place at the right time. You weren't healed yet either. They certainly weren't. So there's this essence now where you're going to begin to see them do well. And again, maybe part of that human experience when you're not living so much in your heart, you're going to see good things happen for them. And that could trigger you a little bit. But witness the other side of it and say, well, maybe I get this person was in my life for a reason. I'm going to observe. They've apologized. They've, they've set out their ways. This isn't that abusive, narcissistic person saying what you want to hear just to get back into your life. It's not that. They will have changed their life. Money will begin to flow for them and they'll take care of it and know how to use it. Their businesses are going to grow. They'll become more successful, more healthy. They will become better individuals, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, sisters, cousins, what, you know, neighbors, whatever. They're going to become better and highest versions of themselves for humanity. And you're witnessing that. And that can just be of a few reasons. One, they did heal, did the work when you weren't looking. When you had, when you had the time to separate, they did work too. They fixed themselves and raised vibrations or simply we exist in multiple timelines, right? Multiple dimensions, multiple spaces and time. So you get the best version of them in this world when they were clearly part of your soul journey. So there's going to be that too. As we transition, we're witnessing these new little things that maybe we weren't thinking about before when we were in the process of healing and growing and transitioning, right? Because if someone had said to me a couple of years ago, oh yeah, the people that you cut out of your life who created drama and trauma and anger and were narcissistic, oh yeah, they're going to be really cool and they're going to actually be more advanced than you are. (laughs) And it wasn't like this, you know, better than, less than. It was just that, you know, they're going to be awakened to where they can be in a place of healing and giving and loving and being. And you wouldn't have recognized within that. And if I had you know, been told that a few years ago, I'd been like, yeah, right. They're the most horrible people. And, you know, and look at what they've done. Right. But then that's part of our healing too, because all the souls need to evolve at one point, whether it's now, because sometimes people think, well, it's either now or never. Well, we all will have an opportunity to decide our souls decide when and if we will evolve and if that's what our souls desired for this this timeline right for this incarnation so maybe you get a chance to live a life with these people where they treat you the way they should have especially if it was family you know and maybe that's an opportunity where you'll see in the future but it it won't it'll be very blatantly obvious to you you will feel it you will feel the difference you will see the change that they are making in the world and it's not coming from ego you know um you'll just know that they've changed um other things that we witness when we've cut cords is we question a lot whether or not you know, like I said before, like whether or not it worked or not, but whether or not, um, we did the right thing because 
when we release the energy and we begin to heal, there's this numbness that comes over us. And sometimes this is caused from the trauma response because when we've, these folks have created so much trauma and anxiety and that paranoia, which happens, right? Which I said, you know, like, um, you're watching your back all the time, or you don't like going back to your hometown out of fear of seeing them because it triggers something in you, or, um, you know, you don't want to go back to that business because that person still works there. Um, you know, you avoid things or you changed your career even so you wouldn't have to deal with these folks. Um, depending on what happened and how deeply it was within you, right? Because sometimes they condition you, they make you feel like you're less than, they treat you like shit, um, you know, all kinds of reasons, right? And that's going to be personal to you. But the interesting thing that happened psychologically when we've cut the cords and we recognize then the peace that it becomes like certainly peace and this confidence happens. But after a few days or even like a couple of weeks, you begin to feel this void because it's so unsettling. So let me explain. When you are a victim or have been victimized or you have been in a long-term relationship of such control and deceit, the lies, the like you always have to be when you, when you're in that relationship or friendship or attached to those family members, you always have to be, or you feel you have to be in, because you're in survival mode, aware of every thought they have. You read between the lines, you are, very observant of what goes on in their world and your world and wondering what moves they're going to make next. Um, you, you fear making moves in your life because of the control that they may have to change that for you. The moment they find out you're doing something good, they're going to ruin it. Um, and I've been there wholeheartedly. And if that's the situation that you are in, you know, reach out to me because I understand that realm. I understand that world and how that feels. Um, and I'll tell you what, when I cut the cord to a few very key and should have been important people in my life, yes, it was peaceful initially, but this void happened within me where I questioned did I do the right thing? Because things like I made you who you are. Things like you can't do this without me. Things like you go ahead and you go do anything. And I'm just gonna, I'll always be there. You can't get rid of this. Um, things like, um, you know, you're never going to be better than me. Um, who do you think you are? Who do you think you're better than everybody else? Um, you know, um, it, having things or wanting things just makes you a greedy person. Um, it, it would, there was just so much conditioning that I avoided wanting things for myself. I avoided sharing it. I avoided growing. I avoided 
growing a business, I avoided many things because the people in my life that were supposed to raise me to want to be independent and to be a person who would be somewhat successful and whatever that was, just as long as they were happy, should have wanted that, the happier I got, the more angry they became and more resentful they became and more vindictive and manipulative they became. And you know, it, it feels when you release that, there's a sense of the, because of the conditioning that you question, did I do the right thing? Are they, how are they going to react when they realize they can't contact me anymore? How are they going to realize when they understand that when I said I'm done, I'm done. What kind of backlash is this going to create? Are they going to come after my business? Are they going to, which happened by the way, (laughs) which I survived. I survived that and it only made them look worse. Um, but the things that began to happen and it was a different state of paranoia. And I've heard this with another clients as well. Like, um, I, I, have, um, and actually she's one of our listeners as well. Um, but she got, well, she's been divorced now for probably 10 years. Um, but for the first five years of her divorce, um, because they have kids, um, the back and forth between the family, she was like, well, I need to disconnect from my in-laws. I need to disconnect from my ex-husband because this energy is so toxic. And, but because we still have the kids, she says, we have to, you know, continue to see each other. Um, so it made it hard, but you know, she said that when she disconnected from the in-laws, they quit phoning. They just quit observing her on Facebook. And there was this peace initially, but then she felt like, and she'd even said, which was so interesting. And that is that, She said, I almost rather would have them connect with me so I know what they're thinking and know what they're doing because now that they're not, I don't know what they're thinking and what they're planning. And she says, I feel, Deanna, I feel so paranoid because now this is leaving me feeling a little bit worse because now they don't say anything. And now I wonder how they treat my kids when they're with them. I wonder how they think of me. I wonder, can I grow my business in the city over? Because are they going to have such a hold on this? Like, you know, what are they going to think? Because in the divorce, I got money, (laughs) right? And she says, I can't even go and buy a house with it without them thinking that I'm doing something wrong. Like, so there was so much to her that even though she got the peace she wanted, which I can resonate with. And so can you, right? As a listener, you can resonate with this too. You get the peace that you want, but then because of the conditioning, it's left you feeling so disconnected and out of control, maybe out of control of being able to protect yourself. Like it's such a survivor mode mentality, right? And so how we handle that, And how I teach others to handle that is say, okay, this is a very human feeling to have. And we're not 
ignoring it. We're not dismissive. We're not telling the universe or telling those people that it's okay. Um, or, or you're not trying to say, well, if this isn't happening, it's all in my head. Cause you want to, you don't want to be dismissive of your feelings. So what we do is we become, come back in being heart centered, get out of our head, get away from those trigger feelings, get away from the fear. Let that be acknowledge that it's a part of right, you right now and say, why do I feel this way? I don't want to feel this way. This is not my alignment and come back into your heart center, come back, live and breathe through your heart and release, release it to God, release it to the universe, release it to your deities, release it to the ground, to your spirit animal, your spirit team, release and say, allow this peace to keep over me. I made the decisions that I made and I made them for a reason and I don't need to fear anymore. I release the fear. I release this feeling because when we begin to like associate and again, like I say, like you'll, maybe you'll be asking people in your life who are still connected to them. How are they doing? Or what did they do with my kids last weekend? Or are they still doing that? Are they still talking about me? You're reattaching. You're reigniting the flame. You're reattaching the energetic cord. So sometimes, especially in the beginning, and this happened more so over the last few years, when the energy really was still not supportive of us being in a higher density, we just knew that we were supposed to get rid of all of our shit so we could ascend, right? So the ascension was happening. Um, but many of us were still dealing with the trauma and the healing and all of this. So it didn't feel entirely peaceful until now. So now when you're cutting cords and you're releasing and you're deciding, well, should I, should I release these people from my life? What did this do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Um, is cord cutting something that is for me for this situation, right? Did it work? Is this going to work? Um, you know, it's, and it's very interesting. And, you know, I'm reminded here, um, of a quote I heard from Dave Chappelle and he's a comedian, if you don't know who he is. And he started out in the industry really young and he was in a situation with the network and they offered him 50, I think it was 50, $50 million. But that meant that they would have control. And he says, no, no, he walked away from the network and walked away from $50 million and went to Africa to find peace. And something he said in one of the first interviews that I had watched, and I, I, I don't know the interviewer's name, but he does interview a lot of celebrities um, and high-profile people. Uh, but Dave Chappelle had, had shared this story, and I'll share the story of the baboon and the salt in a minute, but he said something really profound you know, for me at the time, this was a few years ago, even when I heard it the first time. And so I think that this is going to be so fitting for you right now. Um, he said the worst thing. And, and so I guess leading up to this is that one of the backlashes that we get as we're changing and we're transitioning, um, and I'll talk about this first, um, when we're cutting cords, another thing that we get is like, oh, they went crazy. They're crazy now, right? They call us crazy because we grew, we changed, we're more spirited. Maybe you have a greater connection with your faith. Um, the more we push back and they see their wrongdoings and we're no longer in alignment, it's like, oh, they think they're better than, oh, they're crazy. 
Uh, they've went off the deep end. Um, this person's a loser, right? They will do things to discredit you, right? Because they're afraid of your strength. They're afraid of what you're going to do, what you're going to say, but you're in a high vibe place from your heart center. So you're not going to come forward now and then trash them, right? But something that happens when we grow and when we change, and then also how we know when to change is because of the hold that other people have. And so maybe even a better title for this thing is like when people can't control you anymore, (laughs) right? What happens when people can't control you anymore? And that's part of it, right? The puppet strings are cut. You cut them. The cords are cut. They can't control you anymore. They can't control your thoughts. They can't control how you feel. They can't control your day-to-day anymore because that's the problem that happens. That's what happens when you're being spiritually and mentally abused by people is that they get so much in your head that you worry about what you do, what you eat, how you live your life, how clean is your home. They might live across the country and you worry that one day they're going to pop in and see your house in disarray. So you're so OCD over perfection. Um, You know, what if they see something in the background when you take a picture and post it on social media with your kids in it? Um, Like you're concerned about the control that has and you give that control away. And so when we cut those cords, like I say, when those feelings are gone and you don't have to feel them anymore, there's this void that happens where then you can kind of instantly become paranoid and you wonder, well, why I feel that way? Because I cut the cord. So we cut the cord to release them, but then we also need to heal ourselves too and heal our part of the cord that snaps back. Right. And so what Dave Chappelle said was, and this was kind of like, you know, his reasoning and his response to, well, why did he fuck off to Africa? And he said, the worst thing to call someone is crazy. Cause I mean, they certainly called him crazy, right? They said, oh, he went off the deep end. He went against the network. Or if you can remember, went against the network. They called him crazy. They said he got on pills, went to rehab and all this other shit, right? But he didn't. So he said, the worst thing to call someone is crazy. It's dismissive. I don't understand this person. So they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe their environment's a little sick. And you can't heal in a sick environment. You can't heal in the place that made you sick. And and I we said that in the last episode. And it's so true, right? That, you know, and I got that for years. <laughs> She's crazy. She's going off the deep end. No, I'm calling you out on your shit. And you don't like it. And you're worried about people understanding it and seeing that truth for themselves. So you're going to try and discredit me as much as you can. So anyone who sees me doing well, sees me separated, sees me from all these things, they're not, they're not going to take me seriously because you've already told them that I'm crazy, right? Oh, I'm just off having a fit. I heard recently. (laughs) So, you know, you just, you can't let people control you anymore. And the story that Dave Chappelle went on to tell after that was about the baboon and the salt, which was, which was interesting. And then I'll leave us with this. So he says that these tribes, when they can't find water, what they do is they take baboons and baboons love salt. So they'll take salt cubes or pieces, you know, chunks of salt, and they'll put it 
in these little holes in like in the dirt, like almost make like a little cave with a small hole. So the hole is big enough for the baboon to put his arm and his hand in. And so when he grabs the salt, he holds the salt in his hand and he can't, he gets caught because he can't bring his arm back through, right? He can't bring his hand back through because now his hand is bigger with the salt in it. (coughs) Because the baboon loves the salt so much, he won't let the salt go to pull his arm back out. But what happens is, is these tribes will lovingly rescue then these baboons, give them all the salt they want. And then the first thing they do is they let them loose because what does the baboon want? As soon as they've eaten all that salt, they want water. So these tribes know to follow the baboons to the water so that everyone can can drink and have their fill. And if we think about that, and certainly maybe from Dave Chappelle's perspective, he provided the comedy, he caught himself, but the thing he said was, is what makes him different from him and the baboon is he let the salt go. And the control is over. No one else could get the fill from him. No one else could use him for who he was, what he could provide, the money he could bring in, the network success. No one could use him anymore. He was going to create it for himself. And we have to let go of the salt. That's cord cutting. Cutting off the source. Cutting off, even though it's something that we might desire, we're still going to get what we need, If but we need to think about it in a different way because the people that are feeding off of us and taking from us, it it's not worth it for you. So for yourself in your life and in your situation, ask yourself, who's the baboon who... What's, what does the salt play in your life? And who are, who are the villagers? Doesn't mean that they meant that baboon harm. They didn't harm them. They simply utilized them as a tool so that everyone could be healthy. But does that make it right? So even if you have people in your life and we associate that, then we say, well, these people, we allow them to do these things to us because, oh, their parents were alcoholics or their parents were abusive. And so they, they can't possibly be better because they didn't learn better. Well, I'll tell you what, you grow up in a really negative environment and you have two choices. You can be better then because of your circumstances, or you can do the same because I promise you, my children have grown up very differently than the way I did less dysfunction, less lies and deceit and anger and resentment and bullshit and drama. And it was before they got old enough to understand that conditioning that I cut everything off. And that was for a reason. Had to. And for my own peace of mind. Because then I could heal afterward. When I cut the cord and was no longer fearful of that energy coming back or having to watch my back all the time, I could heal. You can heal now that you've cut the cords. So that feeling that we have when we kind of reach back out to say, well, did that, you know, are they still doing these things or can I trust? You might not never ever know that answer. I might never know if I can trust those people or if they think about me or if they, you know, if, if they feel that they were sorry, I, it's not my problem. That's not 
for me to know right now. And maybe they show up later on in the 40. Maybe they do. And and I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I would be there with loving arms if that was the case. But it's not right now and that's okay. Because I let go of the salt. I'm happier for it. More at peace. I can simply be. And I'm not angry or paranoid or hurt or sad or concerned how they're going to affect me now. And when you can shut off then afterward, you can shut off the survivor mode and realize you're going to be okay. You're okay without the villagers. You're okay without the salt. You can just be a baboon on his own doing his baboon thing. You're going to be okay. People can't control you anymore. And when they can't, you got to learn to control yourself. Figure yourself out. What do you want? How do you want to live? Who do you want to be? And just fucking do it. Go do it. Go play. Go be. Doesn't mean you're going to become somebody or you're going to have everything you thought you wanted, which often comes. But this is about playing about being, creating the life you want without all that shit. And you're going to witness when the cords are cut and no one's draining you, you have so much more energy for yourself. You have so much more energy for your children. You have so much more energy for your spouse, your partner, your job, your boss, your, your clients, all of these things. You have so much more love and appreciation and drive and creativity, all the things that you desired before come so easily now because the energy is in alignment. You're able to receive good energy. You're able to take a little more risk if you needed to. It's like, well, maybe I should quit my job and do this. You couldn't before with all that negativity and all that negative energy and the onlooking eyes and the the sneers and the opinions, likely from people who didn't do shit with their lives to begin with, right? They're still doing the same old thing. And for them, that's okay. But for you, it's not. You wanted something more, something different, something bigger, something better, or something downsized, right? Whatever this bigger and better is for you. You can have that now and it comes so much quicker and easier, which then sometimes can create that paranoia of, well, that came quickly, (laughs) but you get used to it. You'll get used to playing with the energy. You'll get used to knowing that people can't harm you unless you let them. Don't let their opinions of you change who you are or change your projection Change what you want to do. Don't let other people's opinions do do that. And only you know where you want to be and need to be. And that's what's most important. Because you're not going to go out and do harm. Right? This isn't about you doing punk ass shit because you want to. No, you're a good individual who's a good person that's going to be doing good things for yourself and the world around you. And that's the difference. That's why it's supported. That's why it's in alignment. (coughs) Pardon me. 
So let go of the salt. Let go of the people that control you. And go and live your life. And I support that. <laughs> I support that message. And if you're having problems and, and need assistance doing that, if you're feeling that there's something lacking or that you're struggling with that, it's a very normal experience to have. And so you're not wrong in feeling it. It's part of the human experience. Keep moving through it. And if you're having difficulties doing that, join the High Vibe Tribe. Go to DeannaButcher.com. Book a session with me, a healing session, a psychic session. Um, you know, if it's grief you're healing from, you can look through mediumship if that's what you'd like. Um, I, I offer a, a number of services to help people in different ways. So if there's anything that I can do to help you, please reach out. And um, this phase, it's a small one. The cord cutting phase is a small one. You won't have to sit with this for very long. And you get so much more. You get the freedom. You get your new reality. You get so many beautiful things when you do this. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Listen to those episodes from season two if you're in the early processes of cord cutting because those are going to help you out a lot. Make sure you subscribe. Join us at the High Vibe Tribe because this is the stuff we talk about all the time. And um, yeah, I'd love to see you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in for another week. We'll see you again next week, my lovelies. Many blessings. Have you wanted a place that you can talk about all things spiritual with like-minded souls, learn about all kinds of crazy shit, and vibe with a spiritual teacher that's down to earth or maybe even high among the stars? You just found a place where stories and experiences are shared and souls gather to tune in to tribe-tailored, custom, and exclusive content. So, whether you're one of my OG lovelies or you're new to the neighborhood, welcome. Join us for the High Vibe Tribe. Here's what some of our tribe members are enjoying. I have exclusive content, monthly and mid-monthly psychic tarot forecasts, moon magic intentions, and group activities, behind-the-scenes content, early access to this podcast, to the episodes each and every week. They get to hear them first. I also created two journals that you will get to download for free and use that to manifest with the moon. I also offer exclusive discounts that no one else will get. 20% off my readings and healings and 15% off my courses, workshops, and first pickings on my appointment calendar before released to the public. I don't. I also do mini go-live sessions. I'll be popping in to offer cool things like the odd free readings and going live each month where we can chat, learn, and you can ask me anything. And if my special guest from a podcast in the future happens to stop by, we'll share that with them there too. This is such a wonderful opportunity to awaken, illuminate, and transform your life. Join us today for a seven-day free trial. Cancel anytime, but I hope you stick around. The High Vibe Tribe is an awesome place to come. We'll see you there very soon. Hit up my website, DeannaButcher.com, for details and to join today. Take care. Blessings.